Information shared on the following program is for general information purposes only. It does not constitute legal, tax, investment, or other advice, nor is it intended to recommend any particular investments, products, or financial instruments. Always seek advice from your financial advisor, attorney, or accountant with regard to investment, legal, or tax questions. Want to know if you are a good candidate for something referred to as a Roth conversion? Well, stay tuned to find out. Welcome to the only show in the country dedicated to helping savers worry less about money, the Worry-Free Retirement, with your host, nationally recognized retirement specialist and six-time author and fiduciary, Tony Walker. Several weeks ago on the Worry-Free Retirement, I took to task a Tony in the Trenches regarding the possible tax-saving strategy offered by something referred to as a Roth conversion, a process whereby a saver takes an existing tax-infested IRA, pays the taxes owed on it now, and thus converts the IRA into a tax-free instrument for retirement. And while I responded to this particular Tony in the Trenches with several tax-saving strategies, Uh, Looking back, I didn't do it justice for this one called the Roth conversion, which today we're going to take a deep dive and explain several different uses of the Roth conversion, several different case studies, and hopefully by the end of this show, you'll know whether you are a good candidate for a Roth conversion. But before we get started with today's show, with us in the studio here in Louisville, Kentucky on this December 19th, 2023, America's favorite financial sidekick, Mr. Aaron Orender. Good morning, Aaron. Good morning to you, sir, and good morning, audience. I got to give a shout out to somebody. Oh, I saw somebody we, we over go. the weekend. You I want to say, w. yeah. I want to say hello to Matt. Uh, so I saw Matt at a Christmas party this past weekend, and he just, uh, he rant and raved about, you know, he thought he met somebody famous. I hate to break it to you, Matt. I'm not that famous. Um, but he just, he said he loved the show. He catches us on uh, 1040 WHAS, or 840, I mean, WHAS. So, uh, Matt, thank you for listening. Well, thank you, Aaron. I'm glad you're out and about and seeing people. That, that is wonderful. We do appreciate your feedback, folks. And by the way, for all of the listing of all the radio show times, in case you just stumble across this accidentally, just go to TonyWalkerFinancial.com. There's a little menu drop down. You can see all of our TV and radio show listings. So appreciate that. Okay, Aaron, you've, you've been around me enough. I know you're not, quote, employed by Tony Walker Financial. You work on the production side. But um, you see if you can describe what a Roth IRA is. In layman's term, the difference between an IRA, deductible IRA, and Roth. How would, how would you describe those two? Well, let me, let me see if I'm correct or not. So... Is it is it a Roth IRA is where you pay the taxes up front and you get those taxes taken care of now as opposed to a, a traditional IRA where when you take the money out, you get taxed? That's very good. Yeah, okay. it, it really is that simple, folks. So I know just enough to be dangerous, <laughs> folks. And really, prior to the Tax Relief Act of 1997, the only option savers had for saving for retirement is something called a pre-tax contribution. And that was normally with IRAs and 401ks. So let's explain that to make sure we're on the same page. So with a pre-tax IRA or 401k, you put the money in, as Aaron said, you get to defer those taxes. So in a sense, you're hoping there's some tax savings, or that's what you've been told until some later date, i.e. retirement. Then when you pull the money out, 
then you're going to pay taxes. So we have to go back to when the 401k was started back in 1978. Back then, Aaron, the thought was tax rates were pretty high, okay? So people were saying, gosh, I got to save on taxes. So they created the 401k. People would dump money in pre-tax thinking, and it usually it worked out, but thinking down the road, their taxes would be lower because their income would be lower. That The logic makes sense? Okay. Yeah. Now, the problem is, folks, this thing has kind of turned on itself because now as we record the show in 2023, we are not in those high tax brackets prior to the Tax Relief Act of 1997 when they introduced something called a Roth IRA. So today, we're at some of the lowest tax rates in history. And many people are starting to say, wait a minute, why am I dumping all this money into these pre-tax accounts when these Roth IRAs are available? But there's a problem with that because the Roth IRA has what's called income limitations. Uh, For instance, Aaron, I think the adjusted gross income is $228,000. And maybe a lot of our listeners don't make that much, but if you make over $228,000, this is a joint filer, Aaron, you can't even put money into a Roth. It's kind of weird, isn't it? That's why? I know this is strange. <laughs> uh, uh, Derek's over there working on the show. Derek, do you have the number for our famous politicians in Washington who came up with these laws? He's got it. He's in direct contact with them all the time. Get me the president on the phone. But I don't know, Aaron. That's a good point. Here's what I think. I think the government doesn't want to give everybody this opportunity to dump a bunch of money in on the front end and get these tax-free dollars on the back end. Now, I will say this. 401ks used to not even offer Roth. So some of you out there, you can now dump a lot of money into the Roth portion of your 401k. You got to check with your employer and the documents there, but you may want to seriously consider doing that. But what we're talking about is totally different. This is called a Roth conversion. This has no income limitations, no age limitations, and is possibly, I'm going to say possibly because you're going to see this as we get into the show today, possibly one of the best things you can do prior to the expiration of these low tax brackets in 2025. So again, the focus of the show, remember, tax rates expire in 2025. Potentially, these taxes could go through the roof, and then you you would not have taken advantage of these lower tax rates. So the idea is you take money now that hasn't been taxed. That's the IRA or 401k. You tell the government that you're going to pay the tax now, They will accept your tax money now. But the benefit of that is if you do that, those monies, Aaron, let's say I take $100,000 and I tell the government I want to pay my taxes now, that $100,000 grows tax-free forever, plus when I die, it's tax-free to the kids. Can you see why these things are getting pretty popular? So they show up at your funeral with just a straight check of whatever that whatever yeah. that amount is. Right. right. Uncle Sam doesn't show up at the funeral for his fair share. <laughs> Very good. Okay, so let's just dive right in. So let's imagine now, okay, Aaron, I'm going to quiz you. There's really only three options Congress has in 2025 when these expire. They will expire. I mean, this is not something we've made up or thought up. The first thing they could do, one option is the law actually says that when it expires, it reverts back to the 2017 tax rates, which were higher. So that's one option, right? They could do that. The second option is they do nothing. And think about this, Aaron. We got over $33 trillion in debt or something in climbing. Do you think the government's really going to leave these taxes at the lowest tax rates they've been in history? Yes or no? No, I don't I, think they're just going to sit on their duffs and do nothing. Yeah, I agree. I don't think that's an option. Now, here's the third option. And quite frankly, I don't know what the government's going to do as far as raising taxes. Here's what most people are worried about. 
they are going to literally raise those taxes through the roof. That could happen, couldn't it? That's kind of where I'm leaning. I'm thinking that's probably what's going to happen. So, folks, here's the thing. We don't know what's going to happen in 2025 when they expire. But here is a fact. We do know right now we are in some of the lowest tax rates in our nation's history. Many of you are sitting out there on your financial duffs, and you could, I'm saying could, this is what we're going to look at today, take that tax-infested IRA, pay the government now, and be done with that tax, and that money from here on out is going to grow tax-free forever. So when I return, we're going to dive into these case studies, but also just kind of show you, first of all, what is the Roth, the conversion itself, and who is a good candidate for a Roth conversion today? I'm Tony Walker, along with Aaron Orender. We will be right back. Are you retired or retiring soon? Do you have a 401k, IRA, 403b, TSP, or lump sum pension that you'd like to move to safer territory? Did you know that all the money you see on your 401k statement isn't really yours? Depending on your overall taxable income, the government essentially has a lien on your 401k that can tax as much as 40% of your money when you go to take it out. And with current tax rates set to expire in 2025, and considering the fact that our nation's debt is spiraling out of control, do you really think taxes will go down after 2025 or go up? Here's my advice. Don't sit around waiting to see what Uncle Sam will do to your taxes in 2025. If you have more than $250,000 in retirement assets, contact us now by logging on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com or give us a call at 877 499-9255. Are you retired or retiring soon? Do you have a 401k, IRA, 403b, thrift savings account, or lump sum pension that you'd like to move to safer territory? Did you know that all the money you see on your 401k statement isn't really yours? Depending on your overall taxable income, the government has essentially a lien on your 401k that can tax as much as 40% of your money when you go to take it out. Tony Walker calls this the 401k tax tumor. For almost 40 years, retirement specialist Tony Walker has helped thousands of savers worry less about money by creating game plans to deal with your tax tumor. Get control of your retirement by controlling the taxes owed on it. Schedule a free meeting to see if you can reduce your tax tumor and provide a guaranteed income you can never outlive. To get started, simply log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com. That's TonyWalkerFinancial.com. With the uncertainty of the stock market, now may be the best time to consider moving your 401k to safer territory. To talk to me at no cost or obligation, simply log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com. Welcome back, folks, to the Worry-Free Retirement. I am America's favorite financial sidekick, Mr. Aaron Orner. And uh, so we were talking during the break, and Tony, uh, I thought this might be kind of a good question because I know I'm a little confused on it. We keep talking about these tax laws are going to expire in 2025. Well, 2025's got, you know, over 360 days in it. So what are we talking here? Are we talking like January 1st, 2025? Or are we talking all the way at the end of the year, you know, December 31st, 2025? 
Yeah, now that is a good question. I even had to look that up. I assumed it would be at the end of 2025, as I understand it, it is. So basically by the time this show airs, this will air what, mid to late January? Yeah, this is going to air January 25th. Okay, so you've got a full year of 2024, most of it left in 2025. In fact, we're talking about Roth conversions, folks, if you're just now joining us. I am Tony Walker with a Worry-Free Retirement and we generally don't do the Roth conversion in the calendar year until around November. Now, why do we do that? Well, the point is, you know, this, these Roth conversions, as you're going to learn, they have to be counted as income. So if you decide to do a large conversion, I had someone the other day, they, Aaron, they did a $150,000 conversion. So what that meant was that $150,000 for this year has to go on this year's tax return. Well, if you had other income, Social Security, pensions, I mean, that could even throw you in a higher bracket, create Medicare issues. There's a lot of issues that go on that we at Tony Walker examine before we recommend the Roth conversion. In fact, we're going to go right now to one of our tax certified specialists full time at Tony Walker Financial. It's a free service we offer our clients. And this would be an example of what we do in terms of helping determine who is a good candidate for a Roth conversion and how we calculate those taxes. So we'll turn it over now to our own T.J. Reagan. That's right, Tony. There's four things that we look at when considering a Roth conversion for someone. First thing is we need to know any and all taxable income that the client may have. Second, we need to know if you started Social Security. Third, if you're 73 or over, we need to know if you've taken your RMD because we process that out before we do the Roth conversion. And lastly, we want to make sure that you understand that the Roth conversion could deplete any emergency cash that you may have set aside. Okay, so that's kind of how we calculate the taxes and what we're looking at at Tony Walker Financial to help facilitate the thought process that a saver is going through and them trying to determine if, in fact, they want to do a Roth conversion. But let's, let's just back up just a minute and imagine, again, if you're just now joining us, remember the 401k was created back in 2000, uh, excuse me, uh, 1978, it went blank there, Aaron. And then the Roth IRA wasn't really created by Congress until around 1995. So for basically about 20 years, Americans were told, hey, you're in a high tax bracket now. You want to shovel all this money into a pre-tax 401k, defer the taxes that should save you on taxes. But listen, folks, that always assumed that one day you would be in a lower tax bracket. So let's use the example, Aaron. I have $100,000, all right, and I'm in a 30% tax bracket now. So we know $100,000, 30%. That means $30,000 of that money is really Uncle Sam's, right? That's right. You, you don't know that you own $70,000. So the idea is, well, yeah, but just defer it. You'll be in a lower tax bracket. So down the road, if it grows to a million, you know, I'm talking way down the road, and you're in a 10% bracket, that would have been a smart move, right? You were going to have to pay 30, but if you deferred it, you only paid 10. Okay. But if the tax rates are the same, in other words, Aaron, if you dump all this money in your 401k, Wall Street gets to use the money, charging fees all these years, you're working, slaving away, you're in a 30% bracket now, and one day you're in a 30% bracket in retirement, even though the money's grown, have you saved any money on taxes? No, you have not saved any money. Correct. You have not. So all of this whole, I guess, menagerie of trying to figure out if you should pay the tax now vis-a-vis a Roth conversion or just wait and pay it later, again, all started back when tax brackets used to be very high. It was very obvious that you should defer those taxes to a lower rate down the road, but nobody anticipated that here we are in 2023 
with some of the lowest tax rates we've ever had. And the opportunity, you've got all this money out there that's taxable. If they do raise these rates after 2025 and shoot them up through the sky, think about it now. You may have literally hundreds of thousands. If not, I've met people with several million dollars of money that has yet to be taxed. Hence, that's why everybody's talking about Roth conversions. Do we just go ahead, pay the taxes at these lower rates, and be done with it? So let, let's kind of go through four case studies. And I'm going to give you the studies. Now, this is not a blanket statement, folks. I'm going to say yes or no whether they're good candidates. Even if somebody's a good candidate for a Roth conversion doesn't mean if you fit this bill, you should rush out and do a Roth conversion. There are a huge amount of issues involved. I'm not even covering all the intricacies of these cases. I'm just giving you a rough idea of what types of folks we're looking at that probably should strongly consider a Roth conversion. Let's start with a 40-year-old couple, 40 years of age. All right. And I've met people like this. This does happen. Uh, someone has got a decent size 401k. They're 40. Uh, they get laid off. They switch jobs. That 401k, and we do this a lot for people, is eligible to be moved over to someone like us at Tony Walker Financial. We can put it in an IRA. There's no cost to move it over, no taxes. With us, you got to have $50,000 minimum account size, but we could do that. So we're going to assume this person has a $200,000 401k previous employer. They want to move it over to us, put it in an IRA. And they basically also are thinking about, man, you know, I'm working a job now that doesn't pay a lot of money. I'm worried about these taxes going up in the future. Does this sound like your train of thought, Aaron? You're in your forties, right? Yeah. Yeah. You're thinking taxes in 20 years will be much higher, right? I I fully believe they will be much higher. Yeah. So 40 year olds going, oh man, there's no way they're going to keep taxes this low when I retire. So they say, I want to convert it. Well, remember, folks, with a conversion, you're going to have to pay the tax now. And if you took 200000 I probably wouldn't do this in one year. I'd probably spread it out. But it, let's just say for the heck of it, they wanted to convert it now, $200,000, with their other income, with state and federal taxes, Aaron, that's going to put them in almost a 30% bracket. So they're going to need to come up with $60,000 now out of pocket. Folks, you don't take the money for the tax out of the IRA. The whole idea is we want that full $200,000 growing from now on tax-free. We want to get that tax tumor out of there. So first and foremost, to be a good candidate for a Roth conversion, you've got to have money somewhere after tax that you can pay the government. I call that throwing a bone to the government. So let me ask you something, Aaron. If you had a really good steak and a rabid dog came around your house barking and you're trying to get rid of it, Okay, it's probably pretty hungry for whatever. Are you going to toss your best steak to the dog or maybe some old ground chuck that you've had in the freezer and throw that out to him? What's probably going to be just as effective? Probably either one, but probably, yeah, the steak. Just get, just get rid of him. Sort yeah. of, you know. The ground chuck. Yeah, though. the ground yeah. chuck. You know, just the cheapest stuff that I can yeah. just get rid of, just get rid of it. Yeah. So you, so when you're paying a tax on a Roth conversion, if you're going to come up with $60,000 you got to have some money laying around. Either it's not good money, it's bad money, it's gone down, or it's money languishing in the bank because that's the bone the government is going to demand to get them out of your backyard. Hope this is making sense. Well, what 40-year-olds have or $60,000 laying around? Well, in this example, Aaron, this couple did. And guess where they had this after-tax money? It was in the bank. And guess where they received it from? Where, where are we talking about a lot of people are starting to receive money? Why is that? Uh, from inheritances. Inheritances. Yeah. So folks, this is a prime opportunity. 
Many of you adult children out there, because I meet you all the time, we had 53 death claims last year. Obviously, with the age of our clientele, we have over 1,500 people over the age of 65 at Tony Walker Financial. We have a lot of folks pass away. I'm meeting these adult children. Many of you are inheriting money that's after tax. In other words, you've already paid the taxes on it. That after-tax money could be a great option to use to throw the bone to the government so you can do the Roth conversion. So in that example, this particular case, those two 40-year-olds, yes, they would be a good candidate to consider a Roth conversion. Next couple, 65. They just started Social Security. Uh, he, he had a small pension he's just started. They have no debt. Uh, they have 150000 in the bank. They've got a half-million-dollar 401k that they're wanting to roll over to us. And basically, they told me this, Aaron. They said, you know, we just don't have that many expenses. We're not traveling a lot. As long as you can send us uh, maybe ten, fifteen thousand 15000 a year out of that 401k, we don't need the money. So, see, got the, I've, I've been clear on this case. Yeah. Okay. So, you could take, obviously, portions of that. We'd have to be careful because they don't have a lot of income, and their Social Security is being taxed very favorable now. So, have to be aware of this. But in this case, what I would do, since they're 65... I would literally do what's called partial conversions. We may take uh, twenty-five dollars to $50,000 a year. Again, one of our tax-certified specialists would examine this every November, take a look at this, see exactly where we are on these conversions, what income situations might have come up since then. But they would be a really good candidate to do what's called partial conversions over the next five to six years. And here would be the goal, Aaron, with the RMD age currently at age 73, what we'd want to do is by the time they got to age 73, that IRA would be fully a Roth. And the advantage of that is a Roth IRA is not subject to RMDs. See what I'm saying? Oh, okay. It'd be pretty cool, wouldn't it? Yeah. And again, after every five-year increment, it t- you got to wait five years on a Roth conversion. If they did need the money, then they could pull it out and use it for themselves tax-free. Remember, the taxes are taken care of. Down the road, they can go to their deathbed and also know that when they die, not if they die, whatever's left in the Roth conversion IRA would be tax-free to the kids. Is this making sense, Aaron? Why? Okay. okay. All right. So there's a good example. Uh, case number three. I try to think of different cases we've worked on over the last several months that involved Roth conversion calculations, folks. So here's another one. Kind of change the names and the ages a little bit to protect the innocent. we got a 70-year-old couple. They have approximately a million dollars in IRAs between them. Uh, It's sitting over at a large brokerage house. Really, they're just money managers. They're just shuffling around charging fees. I think they're getting a little tired of paying all these fees, and there's been no planning whatsoever. Okay, so they've listened to the radio show, watched the TV show, whatever. They come in, they say, we need a game plan. We got to deal with that darn tax tumor, Tony, you keep talking about. What do we do here? Is a Roth conversion a good possibility for us? So they're 70, they're only three years away from RMDs. So think about this, folks. By the time they turn 73, let's say they don't take any money out of this tax-infested IRA, they are going to have to start RMDs. So Aaron, at age 73, your retiree, the government is going to force you to take money out. What if by 73 taxes are higher? That's not a, that doesn't sound like a good plan, does it? Yeah, the first thing I think is, well, if you're forced to take this money, uh, it could very easily, you know, like we've talked about it before, it could throw you in a different tax bracket or yeah. higher tax higher bracket. Yeah. And also just taxes going up. So in this case, we are definitely, they've got plenty of money on the sidelines. Remember, you've got to have that money sitting on the sidelines to pay the tax. Remember, you're imagining you're throwing a bone to the government. 
and you don't want to throw them your choicest meats. You want to throw them the old stale ground chuck so you can get them out of the backyard. We are going to, again, try to incrementally pace some of this between now and 73. Uh, it's gonna, it's almost too big of a number now at age 70 to try to do it all. I probably wouldn't do it all. Um, but yes, they're a good candidate to convert some of their money. And then probably when they hit RMD age, we'll just have to look at things and see what's happened to these tax laws. Again, they had plenty of money and savings to pay the tax, so we're good to go. Yes, that couple would be a good candidate for a Roth conversion. Now, the final one's a little different. And I see a lot of these folks, and again, we our minimum count size is $50,000. But Aaron, one of our most popular ads right now that's getting a lot of traction, it says, if you have over $250,000 in retirement accounts, Blah, blah, blah. Why? In fact, uh, let's go ahead, uh, Derek. Let's just play that spot because this is a really good spot and listen to the wording very carefully. Let it roll, Derek. Did you realize that if you have more than $250,000 in retirement assets, the government could tax as much as 40% of it when you go to take it out? And with current tax rates set to expire in 2025, the taxes you will owe on your 401k could climb even higher. Don't wait until 2025 to see how much Uncle Sam will take of your money. Get a game plan by logging on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com. That's TonyWalkerFinancial.com. All right, Aaron, quiz time. So why would I peg that number of 250000 or more in terms of our focus and trying to find people that need really some tax planning? Well, because those people are making more money, they're in a higher tax bracket. The people that make less than that amount of money, they probably don't have to worry about it as much. They're not, it's not going to take out as much money. Very good. So folks, it's not that we can't do tax planning, but many of you are coming into me and you're saying, well, I've got a hundred thousand dollars. I want to do one of those Roth conversions. Well, let me share this example with you and I'll share this and this is going to be a no and I'll explain why, but let's take this couple. This is our final case study. A 60-year-old couple, still working, planning to work until about 67, 67 until they reach their full Social Security age. They got about $100,000 or so in a 401k now. They're contributing a little bit. They're not maxing it out. And one reason, Aaron, they're not putting a lot in their 401k. They're trying to get their house paid off by 67. We have a lot of clients that do that. And I understand that. It's like, hey, good move. More power to you. Let's see if we can get that, that little puppy paid off. And they only have about $5,000 in savings, okay? So the problem here, folks, if you were to come to us and say, well, I want to convert this, there's really no sense in trying to do that. Because with that amount of money, even if you have a couple hundred thousand by the time you reach 67, we can certainly invest the money for you. Our tax planning department can help you. We can make sure to draw out the money to keep you in lower tax brackets, But that's not our question. Our question is, can Tony Walker help you with your planning and doing tax planning? Absolutely, we can. But whether you should take that money and do a Roth conversion, in this case, I would say no. Because as Aaron mentioned, if you have that amount of money, depending on other income, again, it depends on your other income, there's a good possibility, even if they raise taxes down the road, you're probably going to be in some of those lower brackets where it probably is not as big a deal. Again, we would keep that in mind and monitor that. But yeah, if you only got $100,000, $150,000 and you're already almost into retirement and you need a game plan, we're probably actually just going to gradually spend that money, keep you in a lower bracket and use and enjoy it based on the live well, die broke philosophy. We're not going to, uh, in another case, in, the, in that case, uh, Aaron, uh, not only did they not have any good meat they could toss the government, they didn't have any ground chuck either. I mean, with only $5,000, 
that's not enough after-tax money to feed the government. Are you with me? Right. Yeah. So just, you just got to stick your arm out and let the dog gnaw on it a little bit. Is that it? <laughs> Is that what you got to do? <laughs> oh, but the, so here's the point, folks. As you're sitting here thinking of retirement, and it doesn't matter. No matter your age, as long as you have at least $50,000 in a tax-infested IRA or 401k, that's eligible to be moved. Okay, it's, You've got to be able to move it over to Tony Walker Financial before we can help you. All of our free tax planning services are for clients or prospective clients. So that's caveat number one. Maybe you're already retired. Maybe you're already past RMD age. It doesn't matter. There are all kinds of possibilities from a tax planning standpoint. And being a full-service retirement planning firm with two tax-certified specialists on staff, Tony Walker Financial is well-equipped to help you and your family think through these taxes how to deal with a tax tumor, and more importantly, how to use and enjoy more of this money and trying to give less of it to the big Wall Street firms charging all these fees, and of course, Uncle Sam, who's waiting to take his fair share. So that's you right now. You really don't have an advisor in whom you think really understands retirement planning. Uh, Maybe you're tired of the old hang in there and be patient and all that mantra we've heard for years from Wall Street, and you want a plan that's safe, secure, and trying to keep more of your money in your pocket. Let's just do this. Let's just talk. It's called the free 10-minute fiduciary phone call. It's easy to set up. You just log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com. That's TonyWalkerFinancial.com. Click on that little red button to get things started. Or if you'd like, you can simply give us a call to arrange that free phone call at 877-499-9255. That's 877-499-WALK. And if we decide to meet, we can meet with you in person. Again, absolutely free at either our Bowling Green Louisville or Lexington, Kentucky offices. So do it now, TonyWalkerFinancial.com or give us a call at any time. Well, we've enjoyed today's program and being with you, but you remember between now and next week, if all else fails, you be worry-free and make it a good one.